The following program is a presentation of Grand Slam Ministries. Hi, everybody. I am Dan Scott, and welcome to the aptly named Dan Scott Show. I do it that way, as I like to say, so I don't forget the title. It is good to be with you in this brand new venture. I am so looking forward to spending this time together with you every week, and I hope as we get going, you'll start looking forward to it as well. Coming to you on a pair of radio stations as we begin this new show. Our flagship station is 94.5 FM, The Answer, WGTK in Greenville, South Carolina. And we're also on WZLA Classic Country, 92.9 FM, serving Abbeville and Greenwood and the surrounding areas in that part of the state of South Carolina. We are going to be actively pursuing more over-the-air radio stations to get this show on as we move forward. But as I remind myself from time to time, more often now perhaps than at any other point in my life, you have to walk before you can crawl. And a little bit later on, as I share with you some testimony and, and how some of this came into play, you're going to hear reasons why I uh, have tried to take that mindset on as we move forward. But this is the uh, culmination of uh, right at a year of work. It was January the 20th of 2022, in fact, that I officially filed the corporation papers for Grand Slam Ministries, which is a 501c3 Christian nonprofit organization. And Grand Slam Ministries is the entity that is presenting this show in a, a non-commercial format that will, again, be working to get on radio stations, not just in the region, but ultimately across the country. That will be based on uh, God's timing and, of course, his blessing. But the story of, of just how we've gotten to where we are right now in and of itself is an incredible story and one that I will probably be sharing from time to time. But Grand Slam Ministries as I said, is presenting this show and will each and every week. And the nonprofit has, at its beginning anyway, three core missions. Number one is this radio show, and that is to take stories of God working in the lives of people everywhere and bringing those to you in an effort to show you that God is still working. It's stories that you're not going to see or hear, by and large, in mainstream media. And over the last year and a half, almost two years, on my podcast, I've had the opportunity to interview some incredible people. Some of those interviews will be repackaged that, that will allow us to use them on this radio show. Some of them I'm just going to go back and, and do new interviews with. But nationally known celebrities, nationally known sports figures, all the way down to everyday people just like you and me, telling incredible stories of the way God has worked in their lives and how their faith in Jesus Christ has sustained them through varying levels of crisis in their lives. So one of our core missions is to basically share the good news of Jesus Christ and the fact that God is still working in the lives of people on a daily basis and do that on a wide platform, over the air, online, and digital, and also some video components that we'll be adding. The other two missions are things that are very, very important to me. Uh, number one, Grand Slam Ministries is going to be spending uh, time and resources in developing mentorship programs. We have a crisis in this country of young men and really men of all ages, being emasculated, being told that the, the traditional role of a husband and father is no longer important, and yet 
the same government that tells us that also has statistics, and you can find these on my website, grandslamministries.org, tells us that homes without a father or a male role model are the the leading indicators for everything from poverty to teen pregnancy to criminal activity to drug and alcohol abuse to prison time. So it, it's really a paradox that on one hand, society and, and the government is telling us that the traditional family is no longer important, and yet the statistics all show that it is important, that it is the foundation of society. And what we want to do at Grand Slam Ministries is come alongside existing mentorship programs and ultimately establish our own and something that we are in the uh, exploratory stages of where I go to church at Utica Baptist in Seneca, South Carolina, what that would look like and, and how we can affect the lives of teenage boys, make them understand, first of all, that they need Jesus Christ as their Savior. Secondly, what it looks like to be a Christian husband and father and everything that goes into that. And then as they become young men, putting that into practice and becoming that type of leader of their family and the community. It is a tall task, but it's something that we are very, very committed to doing at Grand Slam Ministries. And as I said, we're just in the exploratory stage of a lot of this, but it's one of our core missions that we're going to be focusing on as we move forward in the future with our time and resources as they become available. The other core mission is one of the most basic, and my wife and I found this out about 10 years ago, Angela uh, and I, um, a little longer than that actually, but we found out, and it's really disturbing to think about, but there are actually kids in basically every community in this country that leave school on Friday and don't eat again until they come back to school on Monday or, or eat very little. They, they exist at a level of poverty or sometimes apathy, depending on their situation, in their homes that they don't have access to just the basics, to food, to clothing, to uh, necessities that allow them to be successful when it comes to their education. That's something that we want to change. And again, in, in the exploratory phase of what that is going to look like, I know from talking with multiple people over the last few months inside of school districts and elsewhere that there were backpack programs that were established. And if you don't know what those are, it's basically just what it sounds like. Kids who have been identified as being in this kind of need were given a backpack full of food that they could take home on Friday to make sure that they, and at, at many cases, their families had food to eat over the weekend, and then they get back to school and repeat the process the next Friday. Well, COVID, when it came along, just decimated many of those programs, a lot of which have not recovered and are not operating again. That's one area that we are looking at. But it, it's going to go beyond that. And, and you can see how mentorship and, and providing our children with basics are, are going to ultimately work together. But those are, are just the core missions at the beginning. And, and as I have told many people, there are hundreds of things running through my mind that I would love to do with Grand Slam Ministries. But one of the issues that I have had a lot in my life is just what I referenced a moment ago, trying to walk, run, sprint before I was even crawling. So we have really taken a step back. I, I have done my level best as much as humanly possible to put all of this in God's hands, in his timing, praying about it on a, a daily basis pretty much, that, hey, this is your organization, Lord it's your will, it's your timing, and I just pray that you lead and I follow. I don't want to get in the way. So however long it takes to do it right, we're going to do that. 
In the meantime, we will find ways to help, and we already have. We have some some things that we've done in the last year with some children at a, a homeless shelter in Seneca and, and another uh, single father who was in need of a vehicle, and we were able to contribute some money towards that pool and, and do some other things. But that's just the tip of the iceberg. We want to get in on the ground level, get our hands dirty, and be the hands and feet of Christ when it comes to this. So all of that is is still in the formative and the exploratory stage, but I just wanted you to know at the beginning here what the core missions of Grand Slam Ministries are as we move forward. And a lot of it is going to be contingent upon getting the word out, and that's what this radio show is going to help do on a weekly basis. Every week on 94.5 FM, The Answer, from 7 until 8 p.m., on Classic Country, 92.9 FM WZLA in Abbeville from 6 to 7 p.m. I gave my good friend Benji Greason, a.k.a. The Godfather, the nod to, to air the show first because he has been so good to us in, in many different uh, aspects over the last couple of years. But uh, looking to add more stations, all of them have an, uh, an online uh, capability, obviously, for you to listen to the show live if you can't listen over the air. And then every show will be archived on my podcast site, the Dan Scott Show podcast. You can search that. Uh, it's on uh, iTunes. It's on Google. It's on just about every platform you can find. Tune in. It's on all of those. And the shows will be archived there. The easiest way to do all of that, quite simply, is to go to the brand new show website, danscottshow.org. And you can navigate to the Affiliates and Archives page, and every week that'll be updated. There's also uh, the uh, SoundCloud uh, archive there of some things that I've done when it comes to speaking to churches and men's groups, and there's even some sports stuff on there as well that you might get a kick out of. But the bottom line is we're going to make everything that we do as easy as possible to find either live or archived, and the jumping-off point for all that is danscottshow.org. GrandSlamMinistries.org is a page at the Dan Scott Show site, and it's got all of the information about the uh, the mission. So just wanted to kind of give you a little bit of a 30,000-foot view of what we are doing and, again, what this show is going to be about. And mostly it's going to be about, as I said, telling stories of people that have had a touch from God in their lives and have overcome all kinds of different issues in their lives, self-inflicted sometimes, other times issues that, that they had no control over. But God is still working in the lives of people, and his redemption and his mercy and his grace are just amazing as you hear these stories. And we have some incredible guests lined up in the next few weeks, including a former Major League Baseball pitcher next week. And I'll tell you about that at the end of the show. His story is incredible. But I'm going to start by sharing a bit of my own story. When we come back, I'm going to let you hear a talk that I did at Lake Bowen Baptist Church back at the end of November. And it's kind of an encapsulated version of my testimony and how Grand Slam Ministries came into being. We'll do that when we come back, but there are a couple of things that I want you to hear. This is the initial show, the brand new venture, The Dan Scott Show, and we'll be back with you in just a moment. Is there someone in your life who's been a spiritual mentor, an influence so great that you'd love to find a way to honor them? For a gift of $200 or more to Grand Slam Ministries, you can dedicate a segment of The Dan Scott Show to that special person. Honor someone who's currently in your life or remember the legacy of a loved one who's passed. Make your gift online at GrandSlamMinistries.org and we'll send you an information form which will allow you to tell us all about this special person, how and why they were a spiritual influence, their favorite Bible verse, and anything else you want to share. In doing so, you'll be covering our costs for one week's production, helping ensure the Dan Scott Show stays on the air and continues to share stories of loved ones like yours. 
and you'll get your own copy of the program in which your loved one's story airs, either by MP3 or CD. Won't you help the legacy of your spiritual mentor reach others with your gift of $200 or more today? Do so online at GrandSlamMinistries.org. That's GrandSlamMinistries.org. Every day there are children who leave school on Friday and eat little, and sometimes nothing, until they come back to school on Monday. It happens in every community, including yours. Many of these children live in circumstances that deprive them of basic needs necessary for a quality life. At Grand Slam Ministries, we want to change that. We want to invest in our children, giving them hope for the future. That investment includes necessities such as food, clothing, school supplies, and a safe environment to play, to study, to live. Please visit our website, GrandSlamMinistries.org, to find out more about our ministry and how you can help. We're just getting started. Will you come alongside us for the children's sake? Again, that's GrandSlamMinistries.org. Follow us on social media. Search Grand Slam Ministries on Facebook and Grand Slam for God on Twitter. And don't forget Dan's personal and public figure sites on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. You're listening to The Dan Scott Show, presented by Grand Slam Ministries. I welcome back to this inaugural edition of the new Dan Scott Show. Presented by Grand Slam Ministries, grandslamministries.org. Want to jump right into this because of the limited time we have on a week-to-week basis, but back in November, I had the chance to speak to uh, an early morning group at Lake Bowen Baptist Church in Inman, pastored by uh, my good friend Brad Adkins, just a, a wonderful man of God has been so supportive of what we are doing here on this program. And he had me come in and speak to a group of senior adults one morning. And uh, as I told you earlier, this is kind of the Cliff Notes version of both my testimony and how Grand Slam Ministries came into being. But I wanted to share that uh, or share this on this initial program so you'll have an idea of why we're doing what we're doing. And then, as I said, moving forward, Starting next week, some of the guests we have lined up and the stories about God working in their lives is incredible. But folks, God did a miracle in my life as well, and I want you to hear it. Here's my talk at Lake Bowen Baptist Church. Brad, thank you. Um, I was going to give a brief introduction of who I am and what I do, but Brad just took care of it. Um, More time to share. I am uh, in my 12th season as the voice of Furman. I was at Clemson before that doing women's basketball and baseball for seven years and did a talk show for 11 years uh, on the Clemson station that ran until uh, late 2011, early 2012, I guess. Uh, Somewhere in my parents' attic is my sixth grade yearbook. I was voted the loudest in my class, so you can see I I went with my strength. Um, I do want to thank Brad because as he mentioned, it's at least 15 years ago, and Brad knew me when I was at my worst. And I can't say he knows me at my best because none of us will be at our best until we get to heaven. But I'd like to think I'm trending in that direction. Um, It's my first time on this campus. It is absolutely gorgeous. And I've been keeping up online with what's going on with the, the fundraising effort for for your building fund here, and, and it reminded me of a story about two guys who were shipwrecked on an island, and, and they, they got washed up to the island and dragged themselves up onto the beach, and one guy just starts going ballistic. He's, he's in full-out panic mode, trying to start a signal fire and drag palm branches down to spell out the word help on the on the beach and, and is just losing his mind. And the other guy found a nice shady spot under a palm tree and he's just sitting back relaxing with his arms behind his head and his legs crossed. And the first guy says, what is your problem? He said, we are going to die. Aren't you afraid? And the second guy said, no, sir. 
He said, I just made a $100,000 commitment to our church's building fund. My pastor will find me. <laughs> Is there any truth That's in that? That's good. That's good. <laughs> uh, anyway, I'm going to try to keep this to about 30 minutes. Um, I want to share at the beginning a brief version of my testimony. And when I do this in, in more of a, uh, a full setting, I, I parallel a lot of my life with the life of King Solomon. And I'm going to assume that most of you know the story of King Solomon. So I'm going to kind of, as they used to say on ESPN Classic, for time considerations, move further ahead in the action. But I grew up in a Christian home, just like Solomon did. Solomon was David's son, and David was a man after God's own heart. My dad has been a pastor and a preacher for over 50 years. And I always joke about having a drug problem. It's the old preacher's son joke. Every time a joke, every time the church doors were open, I was drug inside. Uh, I had the proper upbringing. I knew right from wrong. I saw firsthand what a Christian marriage was supposed to be. And yet, in my own marriage as a husband and father, I failed miserably over and over and over again. Folks, sin ruled and almost ruined my life. And Solomon, as you know, you read Ecclesiastes, man, he tried it all. He tried absolutely everything and is very specific in his detail about everything that he tried. And as I got older, I tried as much of it as I could. I had a, a problem with money. One stretch in the old talk show days, I was pulling in close to $90,000 a year. To some of you, that may not be a lot of money. To me, it was. And yet, there were many, many months that we struggled to make the house payment because I was wasting the money, looking for something to fill a hole in my heart. I drank too much. It's not a joking matter, but I used to joke that I got to the point where I was spilling drink with a U instead of an I. I battled an addiction to pornography. I cheated on my wife, Angela, multiple times over the years, both emotionally and physically. Drug joke aside, I, one thing I can say is I never had a problem with drugs. I tried marijuana three times in my life. The first two times did nothing to me. The third time had such an effect on me, I swore I'd never do it again. It's one of the few barriers I put up in front of myself years ago. And I had small-town celebrity status because of that radio show in Clemson and the baseball broadcast I did on the radio. And folks, believe me when I tell you that I used that to my advantage every opportunity I got. And Brad, we know there are no coincidences. This morning in my Bible reading was the book of Jude. And as I'm going through what I'm going to talk about here, verse 16 in the book of Jude says this, and Jude is talking about false teachers. But this verse applies to what I just told you. It says, and this is the New King James Version. These are grumblers, complainers, walking according to their own lusts, and they mouth great swelling words, flattering people to gain advantage. It's no coincidences. Wow. God knew I was going to be here to talk about this this morning. That was in my Bible reading this morning. All of those things I tried, nothing mattered because nothing satisfied me. And you got to go back to my childhood to, to start piecing all this together. I talked about the, the family and the home that I grew up in, which was a loving home. But in the area where my grandmother lived, about five miles away, there was a group of older boys who, for an extended period of time, sexually abused me. I was probably seven or eight years old, and I... I didn't realize it then, but one of the effects that it had on me was it warped my view of sex. And it also contributed to massive insecurity that plagued me through all of my school years and to a certain extent, which surprises people because of the type of job I have, I, I still battle it sometimes today. For much of the first 22 years of my marriage, I was leading a double life. I had developed dual personalities. My favorite television show, which I'm sure most of you in here remember, was MASH. You guys remember MASH? Mm -hmm. 
And I became very much like the Hawkeye Pierce character. Loud, wisecracking, practical joker that kept the public persona here so nobody could really see what was going on in here. This was Dan Scott out here. Okay? And as long as people were seeing this guy, nobody saw Daniel. Daniel was having a lot of issues as we just detailed. And all of those things I talked about was going on the entire time I was on the air at WCCP, about the time Brad and I first met. And while Dan Scott was hosting that show, doing fundraising, impacting the community in positive ways, and in the 11 years I was on the air, we raised literally hundreds of thousands of dollars for charity projects. We actually one time took a homeless family and put them into a home at Christmas time, prepaid the first year's rent, completely furnished it, stocked it with food, Christmas gifts for the kids. I think we gave the mom $1,200 in gift cards to do whatever she needed to do, prepaid the utilities. We did a lot of great work. But none of that filled that hole that was right here. I was searching for peace. There was an emptiness here, and it was eating me up on the inside. But you know what's interesting? The Bible's always right, isn't it? Mm -hmm. Proverbs says, train up a child in the way he should go, and when he gets old, he won't depart from it. I was brought up in a Christian home with a pastor and a preacher for a dad. So all that time that I was behaving the way I was behaving, day after day, year after year, I knew I was wrong. I knew that I needed Christ in my life. But see, folks, Satan is devious. And I think sometimes, and I haven't had a chance to hear Brad preach in a long time, but I think sometimes in our churches today we're even afraid to say Satan's name. You know? This ain't his first rodeo. And he'll keep, as I describe it, giving you rope and giving you rope. And you're thinking you're having a good time and, and the next thing you know, he's got you bound hand and foot with that rope. And I used to have these imaginary conversations in my head and, and Satan would say, you know, you're right, you do need to give your life to Christ. But to do that, you're going to have to tell your wife and your children what you've been doing. You're going to have to tell your church. You're going to have to tell your parents. Everybody's going to know what a fraud you've been. And are you really ready for that to happen? And unfortunately, for a long time, the answer was no. But then God started working. Men and women, aren't you glad that we have a God who pursues us? Amen. And when I say pursues, I mean God pulled the rug out from under me, folks, cartoon style. <laughs> I'm flipping head over heels. In just a matter of months, I lost my talk show. I lost the baseball broadcasting job. I lost my status in the community. My double life was found out by my wife and kids. In fact, December 23rd, of this year will be 11 years to the day that happened wow. when everything came crashing down. And it took me six more months before I finally gave my life to Christ, but I'm getting ahead of myself. And, I, and I'll share a quick story. The, the, the day, actually the second time, the day before I got saved in June, We had been going to marriage counseling, and I would leave marriage counseling, and I would go drink, or I would go see another woman, call her, talk to her, whatever it was. And it got found out again. My wife had left, or, she, or my kids had left the house. Angela had gone as far as she could go. But my oldest daughter, I'll never forget this, Brad, so disgusted with me, she was going to get married in six weeks. And she got in her car, and we live and our driveway slopes down. She drove down to the bottom of the driveway. She slammed on the brakes. She flew the door open. She marched back up the driveway where I was standing, and she put her finger in my face, and she said, you can forget about walking me down the aisle. 
Now, I always have to circle back because sometimes when I share that story, I forget to say that by the grace of God, six weeks later, I did get to walk her down the aisle. So it does have a happy ending. But as I said, God knew I wasn't going to tell everyone how I've been living, so he did it for me. He exposed me to the world. And I was on the verge of losing everyone and everything that I had. But you know, sometimes that's what it takes. Because I got so low that the only place I could look was up. But see, that's where Jesus was. And he was standing there, folks, with his arms outstretched, saying, Son, come home. Come home. And on June 10th, 2012, I did. I gave my life to Christ. And it's the best decision that I've ever made. He forgave me. He changed me. Do you hear what I'm saying? He forgave me, folks, and nothing Satan says or does can change that. And you know he tries. He tries to use all of those things you did in the past for, to bring up and stir up guilt feelings in you. Thank God the Bible says that God has the ability to forget. Now I'd like to tell you that in the 10 plus years since giving my life to Christ that my life has been trouble free without a care in the world. But it hasn't. And don't let anyone kid you, and most of you in here know this, I'm sure, that living the Christian life isn't easy. Many people who claim the name of Christ are out there preaching an easy gospel, the prosperity gospel, telling anyone who will listen that once you come to Jesus, all your problems, your financial problems, your health, whatever it is, they're over. Well, my life hasn't been that way. Satan's on the attack. Our country is more anti-Christian than it's ever been. Our values are under attack more than any time in our nation's history. Some of the things our kids are being taught in school would have landed you in jail Mm. just a few years ago. Mm. And folks, we don't even know what bathroom to use anymore. Mm. So all of this what God has done in my life, the, I mean, you're looking at a miracle. Because if I hadn't given my life to Christ, I know I'd be divorced and I'd probably be dead. Mm-hmm. But he's given me this opportunity, and, and all of this together is one of the reasons I'm so passionate about this new nonprofit that he's led me into called Grand Slam Ministries. SLAM is an acronym for Serve, Love, and Mentor. <coughs> and I want to talk to you a little bit about some of the missions that we're going to put into place. Starting with mentorship. Did you know that according to the U.S. Census Bureau in 2020, the absence of a father in the home means that a child is four times at greater risk for poverty, seven times more likely to become a pregnant teen, two times more likely to drop out of high school, more likely to have behavioral problems, more likely to abuse drugs and alcohol, more likely to commit a crime, and more likely to go to prison. All of that without a father in the home. And that comes from the United States government, the same government, by the way, that is telling us any chance it can get that the role of the traditional family is no longer important. One of our other missions is going to be providing for children. My wife and I found this out 10, 12 years ago, and it was just stunning. You know that there are kids where we live. There are kids right here in your community, and you never know it. But there are kids here who leave school on Friday, and they don't eat again until they come back on Monday. And again, according to the U.S. Census Bureau... There are more children living below the poverty line in the state of South Carolina than the national average. 
And that's in every single racial and ethnic category, bar none. Our kids need food and other necessities, basics that will give them the best chance to flourish instead of becoming just another statistic. And finally, all of this is going to come together under a new radio show. I told you I was always good at running my mouth. On January the 8th, 2023, a new weekly radio show will start on 94.5 FM, The Answer, the 100,000-watt radio station, Christian-owned Salem Media. The -the over-the-air signal booms into four states. It's a monster. God has blessed me with the ability to communicate effectively. He's given me access to people from all walks of life, from professional athletes to nationally known celebrities, to everyday people just like all of us in this room who are Christians and looking for an outlet to tell their stories where they can trust the person who they're talking to. And Brad mentioned the podcast. A lot of what we've done on the podcast over the last year and a half or so is going to translate into what this radio show is going to be. And I wanted to share a clip with you. Dennis Sarfate is a former Major League Baseball pitcher, pitched a few years in the big leagues, then went to Japan and pitched in their professional league and became a legend. He is the all-time leading closer, saves leader in Japanese baseball history. He is retired back here now, and I did an interview with him almost a year ago. This is a guy who has now taken the status that he has, which he could use it for whatever, but he's using it to try to stamp out abortion. Listen to this clip. A a woman and a man were at a truck stop, conceived a baby, and then instead of choosing in that situation to to murder that child, they gave it up for adoption. Uh, The parents that adopted that child were not Christian. They just needed uh, a baby. They couldn't have a baby of their own. They adopted this little girl. She gets to high school, gets saved. Her parents get saved through her getting saved. The dad becomes a pastor. And then I get saved, and that's my wife. And I, I get choked up, you know, always talking about it because if that mom would have chose a different path, I don't have my wife, I don't have my girls, and it's like, we are, we are killing babies like we're hitmen. 66 million since Roe v. Wade. And it, it's just an abomination. It's, it's something that needed to be stopped. And so, when, you know, if you look at it, I'm able to share the gospel in, in Japan, all because in 1982, one woman was bold and brave enough to hold that baby and to give it up to adoption. And God used that little girl through so much to where now the Japanese are hearing the gospel. Like, how can you not hear that story and be like, how many of those stories could be different? How many babies were killed that could have been the next person to to cure AIDS or to do whatever it may be? God is still working in the lives of men and women everywhere. And those stories need to be told. Because they're not going to be told in the mainstream media. And that's what this radio show is going to do. But it's also going to serve as a primary source to highlight the issues we just discussed. Mentorship, helping our children, drawing attention to the needs, raising money to either start programs or come alongside existing programs to help combat these issues. So let me ask you three questions. Number one, do you believe that our teenage boys and our young adult men need to be mentored and discipled on how to become the biblical husbands, fathers, and leaders that the Bible calls us to be. Number two, do you believe that we as Christians need to make a commitment to the children in our areas and beyond, making sure they have food to eat, clothes to wear, and basic educational and electronic necessities to allow them to flourish? Do you believe that? Mm -hmm. 
And finally, do you believe that God is still working in the lives of people today, despite what you don't see or hear in the mainstream media? And those stories need to be told on a wide platform. If you say you believe all of those things, I'm asking you to come alongside Grand Slam Ministries as we launch into our mission. And there are multiple ways you can do it. The first one is prayer. More than anything else, we need prayer for guidance. We need prayer for things to fall into place the way God wants them done and not the way Dan wants them done. We need prayer. I need a person or persons to come alongside and help fundraising, taking care of the website, all of that stuff. You've heard a lot of I today, but I know that I can't do this by myself. And part of the problem that I've had in the past is thinking that I could. And a lot of things I've tried have failed because I thought I could do it all. I can't do this all. We need help. And then, of course, Funding. This is a brand new 501c3 nonprofit, IRS approved. That's another story of how that happened. Normally, they told us it would take six to eight months, and we all know the background of, lately anyway, the last decade or so, Christian organizations and IRS don't exactly get along. You know, they approved that sucker in six weeks. When I was told it would be six to eight months. Six weeks. Our government. Kings of red tape. But anyway, after today, we'll be approximately $4,000 away from prepaying the first full year of the radio show in advance, which I've prayed a lot about this, and every step along the way in doing this thing and, and to the point of probably dragging my feet on it because I did not want to repeat mistakes. I've got some mentors that I've gone to with everything. And prepaying that first year of the show is, is something I believe God's leading us to do. Putting the show on solid financial ground is going to give it a chance to grow and allow us to work into the other programs and, as I said, try to avoid previous mistakes. So something that you've heard today here, God puts something in your heart that you'd like to, to help us out. There are multiple ways that you can. I can. As a matter of fact, I've got some business cards here that have the address on it want to give online I've got my computer with me and and at the suggestion of my pastor at Utica Baptist Church where I also serve as a deacon I meant to mention that earlier and and I thought this was a great suggestion and this is why I go to other people and ask them about things the cost of each show for a week is $200 that's what the radio station's charging me so for a $200 donation or above We're going to give anybody who does that an opportunity to dedicate a show to a loved one, living or past, but a a chance to tell about why that person is special, why their Christian walk made such an impact on you, share their favorite Bible verses, and then you'll get a copy of that show. So it's a way to, to honor somebody, it's a way to help remember somebody, and it's also a way to help with what we're doing here. But again, above and beyond anything else, folks, please pray. Pray that God leads and I follow because I've got enough of a track record that shows if it's the other way around, it's an absolute unmitigated disaster. Mm -hmm. I can't tell you the number of times that I have, looking back with the benefit of hindsight, it turned out instead of, God, where do you want me to go? It was, God, this is what I'm going to do. Bless it. That didn't work. Pray for all the things I mentioned above. Pray that God will show me His plan for my career and how it fits into all of this. Because as this thing picks up, my job is going to become an issue. And my personal goal, and again, it's, it's up to God, my personal goal eventually is to be able to step away from what I'm doing at Furman and and that career and be able to do this full time. He's going to have to open a lot of doors, but you know what? He's opened a lot already. And in the meantime, pray for better time management skills for me. 
And then, if you would, I'm going to ask you to pray for my wife, Angela. Uh, she is on Friday having the second of what will be three procedures to remove massive kidney stones that she didn't know she had. She's had no pain. One of them in her right kidney was about two inches long, not millimeters, inches. And one in her left kidney is about a little over an inch. And she has to have surgical procedures to have them removed. She's had one. She has to have another one Friday. And then she has to have the last one on December the 19th. So keep her in your prayers as well. I thank you for the opportunity to be here. Brad, again, from the bottom of my heart for your friendship, my friend. Thank you. I'm going to pray, and then I'll hang around if anybody has any questions or let Brad take it from there. Heavenly Father, thank you for your, your mercy and your grace. Thank you for the privilege of being here today. It's a, it's a joy and a privilege to be able to stand anywhere and share what you've done in my life because you worked a miracle. Something you didn't have to do, but something that you wanted to do. I owe you everything. Pray your blessings on Brad as he leads this church. I pray your blessings on the flock here at Lake Bowen Baptist. I just pray that you would continue to lead them and, and they would grow always keeping in sight, not veering to the right or to the left, but going straight toward the cross. Go with us through the rest of this day, and everything we accomplish will give you the praise in Jesus' name. Amen. We'll be back on the Dan Scott Show after you hear this. Grand Slam Ministries exists to glorify Jesus Christ in multiple ways. Through this radio show and its accompanying online digital, and video components through our sister websites, danscottshow.org and grandslamministries.org. And through furthering our core missions, mentorship, and providing food and other necessities to children. None of this is possible without your prayers and support. By making a gift to Grand Slam Ministries today, you'll not only help this program remain on this radio station, You'll help us grow our family of stations, allowing us to bring stories of God working in the lives of men and women everywhere to a larger audience. And at the same time, your gift will help us in the initial launch of those core mission programs. Grand Slam Ministries is in its infancy. We need your support. Will you help us today? Visit our website at grandslamministries.org and prayerfully consider a one-time or monthly gift today. Above and beyond anything else, please pray for our ministry. Thank you, and God bless. Teenage boys and young men today are in crisis. Statistics show that a home without a father or male role model present is the single biggest indicator of poverty, behavior issues, drug and alcohol abuse, criminal activity, and yes, imprisonment. At Grand Slam Ministries, one of our core missions is developing a mentorship program to teach boys how to become strong Christian men and then teach those men to be the biblical husbands, fathers, and church and community leaders the Bible calls us to be. We need your prayers, we need your ideas, and we need your support. Visit our website, GrandSlamMinistries.org, to find out more about our mentorship mission and prayerfully consider how you may be able to assist us. Again, that website is GrandSlamMinistries.org. Want to see a listing of our affiliates? Check out videos or listen to past shows and explore our archives? It's all available at our website, DanScottShow.org. And now, back to the show. We are back for what will be a quick final segment of the Dan Scott Show, our first edition of this new venture presented by Grand Slam Ministries. So much more I wanted to do, but an hour goes by very quickly. So I need to jump into this. One of the ways that we're going to try and drum up support for this program, and, and everybody is asking for support, and there's so many worthy causes out there. I, I recognize that. 
So we want to try to, to give back something. And it costs $200 a week to get this show on the air. And to that end, we have come up, and this was the, the suggestion of my pastor at Utica Baptist, Ryan Goodrow. For a donation of $200 or more, we're going to allow you to honor the legacy of someone who's been a spiritual mentor in your life. They could be living, they could be passed on already. So I thought what I would do here in the final segment of the show is give you an example of what that will sound like. And there's a lot of folks I could have talked about. My dad, who's been pastoring and preaching for over 50 years, uh, he and, and my mom showing me what a Christian marriage is supposed to be like, my mother, uh, what a pastor's wife is supposed to be, a lot of directions I could have gone. But I wanted to talk about my grandfather, Fayette Hackney, my mom's dad, who was the first grandfather I lost. He passed away at the age of 69 in 1978. I wrote about this on Facebook kind of at the beginning of the pandemic when people were losing their minds. And, and I, I wanted to talk a little bit about perspective. I mean, this is a, this is a guy I, I mentioned, my first grandparent that I lost when I was 11 years old, but he's the one that gave me my love for the game of baseball. He was an old country preacher and a coal miner in the pre-union days. He had a hard, hard life. And yet, here's what he lived through in his lifetime. My grandfather lived through the 1918 flu pandemic. He lived through World War I, the mining wars of West Virginia and Kentucky, the stock market crash, the Great Depression, World War II, the Korean War, massive civil rights unrest, the Vietnam War, the energy crisis, various economic recessions, the loss of multiple children, and ultimately black lung, which killed him. He lived through all of that, and that is a hard, hard life. And yet, in the 11 years I had with him, I always remember him smiling. I always remember him joking. He was just an incredible, loving example to me. He got to see me play Little League Baseball one time, and he was not able to do so, but he was determined he was going to see it. And he sat in the back of a car with a portable oxygen tank so he could see his grandson play baseball. That's something that I'll never forget. He was the spiritual rock to that side of the family, and his legacy is something that I'll never forget, even though I only had him for 11 years. I talked to my mom this week, and she said that his favorite song was Precious Lord, Take My Hand. Here are some of the lyrics of that song. When the darkness appears and the night draws near and the day is past and gone, at the river I stand, Guide my feet, hold my hand. Take my hand, precious Lord, lead me home. Precious Lord, take my hand, lead me on, let me stand. I'm tired, I'm weak, I'm lone. Through the storm, through the night, lead me on to the light. Take my hand, precious Lord, lead me home. That was the legacy that my grandfather left, even though I only had him for 11 years something that I will never forget. If you'd like to honor the legacy of a loved one living or past, go to the website grandslamministries.org, make a financial contribution of $200 or more, and we will send you a form to fill out where you can tell us everything about that loved one, including their favorite Bible verses, and we will feature them on an upcoming segment of the show, and you will then get a copy of that show by mp3 or by cd whatever works best for you time has gotten away there's so much more that we wanted to do but we'll get to do it all over again next week this show will be archived at the dan scott show podcast site wherever you get your podcast from and we look forward to seeing you back here again next week same time same stations until then i'm dan scott saying god bless you and so long everybody <music>